Out of context theater. Yeah. <laughs> Super. Because it also depends on how you hold it. Like but... twiddling the nubbins. <laughs> twiddling the nubbins. That's what they are. They're little nubbins. Worthless power-ups are worthless. It's like a Scottish castle fell over into a giant bowl of chili. I have liquor and no morals. Let's date. You are listening to the After the Fact Podcast. Guess who was hiding behind the door this whole time? It was me! There comes a time in a man's life. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. Isn't this whole podcast a circle jerk anyway, regardless of our opinions? Remember kids, random drops take time away from your life that you could be spending having sex. And now, your hosts... Luke Matthews. Yeah, I was. It, it's kind of shockingly close. It's shockingly. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Mike DiPatrillo. I gotta get my whiskey dick on. Flubbity flub. And James Dykes. Welcome to our new segment, <laughs> Andy Knows Best. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 77 of the After the Fact podcast. I am Luke Matthews, and I am joined today by James Dykes. Hello. And Mike DiPetrello. What's up? Twiddle the nubbins. <laughs> Mr. Micatron is back on the show. Ah, um, fiddling with Luke's nubbins. <coughs> hopefully going to be on a few uh, of the last four. Are I'm going to try. going to try? Because I'm going to do my best. Do you I have don't have a ridiculous amount of things to do in the next nice. coming months. So yeah, it may happen. That Unless would be I get hit awesome. by lightning or something and die. Okay, mm, thanks for making this awkward. Appreciate it. Oh. Um, well, I'm not dead yet. Hmm. Oh, what were you going to say, mm. Luke? <laughs> um, I don't fucking remember. I'm I'm brain fried right now a little bit for no good reason. Uh, mostly because I was up to, I was up till one in the morning playing poker, but that's nothing. Um, Winning, losing. Uh, a little of both. I came in second in the tourney, so technically I won money, but f- technically I lost. So <laughs> did, you, did you then light it in fire in a cash game? No, uh, there was no cash game oh, actually perfect. because uh, people left already because we took for goddamn ever to play that tourney. Play faster, uh, ass. So you are the first loser, um, number one loser. <laughs> So the funny thing about this particular episode is that uh, as we record this right now, I still haven't published uh, episode seventy six. So uh, these are going to go up. Re- don't just don't publish it. It's <laughs> a b- bad game. No one needs to hear about it. It's <laughs> yeah. not good. It's Battletoads. Yes. Yeah, it's Battletoads. Um, they're going to go up in pretty rapid succession. So in one way, it sucks that you're going to get a late episode. In another way, it, it's awesome that you're going to get two in two in a row pretty quick. Yeah. How about that um, fourth level, man? Uh, what, what fourth, fourth level? level? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, for this game, we played uh, Metroid and Metroid 2. We went ahead and did both of them because we had done Super Metroid already in the past. They're uh, really short games. Um, and they're, they're not too long. Um, pretty much the same game. Uh, yeah, pretty. Well, uh, not, yeah, we'll, talk uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, we'll start, lo- start off like we always do, talking about games that we are playing right now. And I think we're going to start with Micatron, even though you probably aren't playing video games. Oh, I totally play video games All right, right what are you playing, man? Uh, right now, I'm playing a lot of Don't Starve. If I want to pick a game, I've I'm heard just, about this game. Not heard playing. about this. Um, so it's like Edward Gorey the game is the best way that I can describe it. You're like uh, it's a survival horror thing where you just like get thrown in the wilderness and you're tr- the, the object of the game as it's as it sounds is uh, you don't starve. You try not to starve, and everything is creepy in the game. Like. The bushes are creepy, <laughs> and the main character Wilson, and you get you unlock all the characters, but he speaks in this like squeaky, rusty trumpet. It's like, and yeah, it's just really fun. You just um, there's a bunch of different biomes. Uh, it's kind of like Terraria a little bit, but it's isometric view. Um, it's all hand drawn, so it really is creepy. Everything is super creepy. And uh, it's well written. And Can I actually use a controller with it, unlike Terraria? Um, you know, it's point and click is best for it. Okay, like, it's that, that was my big thing. Like, I bought Terraria for on Steam, and then like you can't actually use a controller with it unless you have like Joy to Key set up. Yeah, and it's just fucking awful to play with a keyboard. Well, as it turns out, the develop the main developer of Terraria is developing a game called Starbound right now, which is an MMO version of Terraria that oh. looks fucking insanely awesome. Um, 
yeah, I'm more excited about that game no, than I know. any other game. Uh, I, I, it's good. It's good because you you've always been traditionally kind of the what? PC guy. Yeah, um, an MMO Terraria isn't that just Minecraft? It's like two D two D Minecraft. Um, <laughs> it's in space. Uh, there's a party system. Like I like the two D version. Uh, Minecraft is like makes my my eyes hurt. I've never I'm, gotten used to it. I'm oh, so 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 Starbound is two D. It's two D. Okay. It's well, it's just Terraria Plus. And All right. You have a spaceship. You can beam your goods up to it. They they did a Kickstarter. They got a trillion dollars. Um, a trillion dollars. They they're <laughs> they're doing it right because they provide daily updates on their website. Yeah. Which is that's it's insane. Awesome. Just, yeah. And just they, more than I've gotten for the the like Kickstarters I've signed up for. And it's this little team, and you can clearly see that they're doing an insane amount of hours. Like they're like, today's Sunday. We do our things that we want to do work day. And you're like, wait a second, <laughs> that means you worked yesterday, and then all the days forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they have. A really and eventually, good- they'll be done working, and they'll sleep on piles of cash. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, people are super excited for like that game. Notch. Like, just like um, yeah, fuck it, I I do whatever I, I do what I want, and it, it's really it's, it, it all this it's all pixel art and it's uh-huh. super well done, and there's a million different everything's it's like Spore how it should have been. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. not not the not the cre- the creation process, but like when you get to the I don't know if you guys have played Spore, but when you get to the space section of Spore, it sucks ass, and okay. everything else in the game is good. Like at the beginning, where you're like, I want to build creatures and just roam around in the forest and the prehistoric thingamajiggers yeah it's and then it gets sucky so i've never played that far into spore like i've played oh it's awful i've it's played awful. spore like, and it was it just didn't catch my interest i was just it just bored the shit out of me will right clearly lost his mind somewhere along the way yeah well yeah uh, like the concept behind spore was fine the execution was terrible um i have also never i've never played minecraft not not one second neither minecraft um and I've never played Terraria. Um, if I were going to play one of the two, Terraria is the more interesting to me. But I still just I, I just don't play PC games ever. The last PC game I played was Cave Story. So huh. yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, it's like, right. that was a while okay. back. Yeah, yeah. And that was, I mean, it, and it wasn't even. I didn't even play it when it first came out. I played. I played the PC version after I had already bought the the WiiWare version. Um, because I wanted to see what the original looked like. Uh, and it, it was fine. Um, it was fucking cave story with, you know, the graphics were a little better on the Wii version. I personally, I, I think the, the DS version is still to this day, the best version of cave story. Uh, but, um, and I haven't played the 3DS, the, the new 3D eyes, cause there's like two 3DS versions of cave story. There's, huh. there's cave story 3D. Which was their full? Did, it was like a retail. Did, did Square buy them out or something? <laughs> um, How many times have you bought this game? <laughs> no, they were published by Nicholas. Um, and uh, what didn't they do? Uh, La Milana too? Or? La Milana, yeah. yes. Uh, so they, um, yeah, they did. There was Cave Story. The original PC version. Then there was Cave Story on WiiWare, which was a spectacular version of the game. Had all kinds of extra content. Great version. There was the DS, the original DSiWare version of Cave Story. And then there was, they did Cave Story on the 3DS that was the same graphics as the WiiWare version, but they 3Dized it. So it was still 2D pixel art, but with 3D layers. Hmm. Right, um, and it's actually I've played it a little bit. I bought it, um, and it looks really good. But it's uh, it's it's just it's the same game only widescreen and 3D. And then they did Cave Story 3D, which was actually a complete rev- uh, 2.5D revamp. They like it's not pixel art; it's like 3D models, but it's hmm. pretty much the same. But it's it is the same game every time like no tinkering no there's nothing different about the actual main gameplay it's like exactly the same in every single fucking so the calls has just been porting it the entire yeah. time yeah yeah from the original free pc yeah. version yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah is that and better or worse than square um i mean how many times have you bought the game uh yeah i bought I haven't bought I haven't bought the 3D uh, the 
the full retail Cave Story 3D. So I haven't bought it because I fucking hate 2.5D. Everybody knows this. Sure. And I figured if I've already played this game, I don't, need, I don't need a what in my opinion is going to be a worse version. Right. Like how many times have you, I've said this before on a podcast, how many times have you bought Final Fantasy 4? Is it yeah. more than 10 times? That's pretty easy yeah. actually. And it was it was one of those things where it was like they Shut up. they were kind of <laughs> 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 And it's like $16 a pop now even on iOS. Jesus uh, God, I know. The worst. I, oh. That was, but we know that was, all the other apps are a dollar, but we're going to charge you sixteen, right? Yeah. Right? Or, or what was the Final Fantasy IV Rebirth that that was the one that was like, or not Rebirth or whatever? It was uh, you pay the oh, initial yeah. buy was ten dollars for the main game, and then uh, oh, every, each character uh, story is like another ten dollars, another five bucks or some shit. Fuck. I'm like fuck you, um, fucking square. But they did anyway. Uh, that was a long tangent about Cave Story, but yeah, that was the. Uh, that's I just don't play PC games. Um, I just don't. We'll we'll get got, you I've one of these days. We'll get you. Uh, see, I can't. My problem is that I cannot sit at my desk, staring at a computer monitor, play a game. I just don't, I don't. There's something mentally. I am mentally incapable of that for some reason. I am such a couch gamer that. Um, like yes, there's everybody's always told me the same thing when I say this. Yes, I could take my PC and hook it up to my TV, and I could run games in 1080p, and it would it would be the exact same fucking thing because I could even get an couch in front of your computer, like, right? Uh, <laughs> but I just um, you know I've got my computer, especially now that I've been you know writing a fucking book. I spend so much time sitting in a chair with my laptop in front of my face yeah. that when I want to go play a video game, I don't want to be still sitting in in my chair with my laptop in front right. of my face. That so makes sense. <laughs> it's like. Fair. Oh, I but Terraria looks cool, and I—it's yeah. one of those games that I thought Starbound, about. Starbound, when it comes out, you should give it a try. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I could, as, I could as, long, my words, as long as it has native controller support, I'll be all for it. I like Terraria is unplayable with a keyboard. Really? That's so bad. I've played it with a keyboard <sighs> several hundred hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a psycho. Just fine. I mean, sure. <laughs> See that was what that was it that was actually new, guys that was actually a big turnoff for me with with Cave Story was luckily it it they put uh, controller support in it but when I first played Cave Story it was only keyboard controls and I kept fuck, playing a platformer with a fucking wasty no it's funny that you say turned off because I'm not particularly aroused by video games <laughs> <sighs> welcome back sexy yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, what have you been playing, James? <laughs> um, well, I had to get the taste of Battletoads out of my mouth. Yeah, that's, um, that's hard to do. So I went back and uh, played some <laughs> some old Mega Man games, Mega Man Four, Mega Man Five. Um, and then I've also been playing. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of Magic and right? I'm going on a trip next weekend. For, oh, cool! For a tournament. Where are you going to? Uh, Oakland, California. I'm sorry. You're doing that on purpose? Yeah. You're voluntarily going to Oakland. Third time. Whew. Well, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> I've been there twice and come back. Well, so. see, third time's a charm, but when you're going to <laughs> Oakland, third time's third time's pretty much your grave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I haven't been doing. I haven't, I've been playing much in the way of new games at all lately because nothing's really, really grabbed my attention. Yeah. It's been, only, really, it's been a really slow time for for. The only new game that I've been interested in recently is The Last of Us. And I haven't played it yet because I haven't just I just haven't had the money to buy it, so I'm actually going to wait till the price drops because sure. I know it's it's one of those games that there's no way in hell it's not going to be available, right? There's a few games that I've bought in the past where I'm like, yeah, I probably better get this new because what, it's going to be hard what, to get. Later. Was this game made by Atlas? <laughs> no, I can wait. <laughs> That's the other the, the other one oh, that I yeah. Dragon's Crown is the other one that I really want to get, which is the Vanillaware uh, Vanillaware action RPG by published by Atlas. Have you heard about this? No. So Vanillaware is the guys that did Odin Sphere and Muramasa mm-hmm. and they did an action RPG that is a side scroller um, so all the combat is very much like a kind of like Streets of Ragey right like okay. that kind of side scrolling brawler um, and it's vanillaware so it looks absolutely fucking gorgeous it's all 2D art and it's like 
Uh, it's super pretty, and uh, I've heard amazing things about it. It's published by Atlas, which means it's going to be impossible to find. However, this is the beauty of the the world of digital video games: is even if I can't find it on, you know, if I, even if I can't find a physical version, it's available on PSN. Yeah. So, yeah. And oh, they got nice. it for Vita as well, so I might buy it on Vita and play it there. So th- um, this sounds like a much better version of Legend of Zelda 2 Link's Adventure. <laughs> yeah. When was the yeah. last time I actually bought a physical game? If you're a PC it's gamer, been, probably a, for fucking ever. It's been like a decade. Uh, I, think no. the last, I think the last physical game I bought was... Uh, <laughs> Dragon <laughs> Quest Five for the DS. Wow. See, I buy um, okay, Fire, I bought one Skyward Sword. One of the Fire Emblem games, well, maybe. Yeah, you bought a digi- you bought a physical game for a Nintendo console because in the, in that time and place uh, yeah, they didn't fucking release. Oh no, no, no! And it's still Ma- Mega Man Mega Man X Collection. The oh, fact the-, the fact that it's tied to my fucking console. Yep. Burns me up. Yep. It's fucking I want terrible. To play all of my old games on a new Nintendo console yep. someday. But I can't because yep. Nintendo is like the internet's just for pedophiles and rapists. <laughs> so we can't let anybody go on the actually, internet. We deny its existence. Actually, I still buy physical games for home consoles. Um and it's mostly just because there's still a there's still it's it's a small, very small part of me, but there's still the tiny bit of paranoia that it's that if I download it digitally someday they'll take it away from me. Which it's with PC games, that's not as big of a fear as it is with console games. With console games, there's more, there's a little more big brothery about it, where it's like, you know, every game you download, they're like, agree to this license that says you don't actually own shit, um, and we can take it away from you whenever the fuck we want. Um, and it, it, it's only for home consoles. I also like the ability to resell my games. Because I do trade them in and resell them to buy stuff. I, I just sold a bunch of games that I intend to use the money to go buy a copy of, of The Last of Us and Dragon's Crown. Um, for handhelds, on the other hand, everything's digital. Like, yeah. na- Luckily, I'm glad that they started doing everything digital for 3DS as well, or most the things that I want to play are digital. And everything on my... P- I do not own a single physical game for my Vita. In fact, they make, they in make fact, physical games for Vita. Yeah, they do. And in fact, the funny thing is, is uh, the physical game slot on the top of my Vita. You know what I use it for? Extra memory card storage. Oh, good, <laughs> good, good. good. <laughs> nice. so, yeah. So, um, but yeah, like the whole cachet of buying physical media was kind of lost when the 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 instruction manual went from thirty six pages yeah. to four. Yeah, it's it's there's not a lot left. It's only the ability to... For me, it's literally the resale value is the only thing that keeps me buying physical games. That brings me to some ideas about the actual game that we're playing today. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll save it. I'm put it um, in my pocket. It's going to be great. Speaking of resale... Hold on. <laughs> we'll get to that in a sec because I want to talk about what I'm playing real quick. All right. It's real fast because I got it for free on PlayStation Plus. It's a game. It's, it's a Vita game called Dokuro. That is yes, it is actually it's it's a slightly like Lemmingsy Lost Vikingsy kind of uh, puzzle platformer. Okay, where you play this little skeleton guy, and there's a there's a princess who is consistently walking from left to right, and you have to get obstacles out of her way and All right. alter the environment so that she can get through. Those types of games I normally am not, I'm kind of meh on. Ugh. This one I really enjoy. It's like the art style is phenomenal. The controls are really tight. The game, the level designs are fun. It's got a lot of variety to it. Um, I I actually really enjoy it. I, All right. And you know what? I got it for free. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good incentive, too. And, and you want to know another fucking incentive for getting a PS4 is with the moment that they said your PSN, your your PlayStation Plus account that you pay 60 bucks a year for is going to go across all Sony platforms. <laughs> okay, win. I'm done. I'm, I'm there. I get PlayStation Plus, so I get free games on every single Sony platform that I have. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> I'm good fantastic yeah. yeah and i realized um that's another thing that i might just wait on because i have um the games that come out on playstation plus tend to be the ones that everybody already owns 
So if I just wait long enough, I'm probably going to be able to get Last of Us for free yeah, on PlayStation probably. Plus. <laughs> so six months from now or something. We've been playing the Metroid games uh, for yeah, the last couple weeks. Uh, they, I'm, I'm logging back into my computer so I can get all the stats of when they came out and all this shit. Uh, so, so Metroid and then Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Yeah. Uh, Metroid was an NES game, one of the very first titles in the NES, if yep, I remember correctly. 1986 is when it came out. Uh, and the Metroid 2 Return of Samus was a mid-life GB title. Um, 91. 91 is when it came out. So yeah. Um, so before GBC. So, and we... Um, the reason we decided to do both of the Metroid games on this show was uh, partially because uh, we had done Super Metroid a long time ago in the ep- in the twenties uh, yeah, in our ep- yeah, yeah. of the episodes, Very early. Um, and uh, hadn't ever touched either of the first two, and so we. Partially, we wanted to get another Metroid game in, and partially, we also wanted to get another Game Boy game in because this is literally going to be the last show where we talk about a handheld. We've only got three episodes left, and this is our uh, this is our Metroid show. So, yeah, Metroid. We'll talk about Metroid first because right. it's the first game. So, uh, it came out in 1986. Uh, one of the early uh, platformers on the Nintendo it was published by Nintendo. It is a Nintendo property, um, and it is very different from the shit that they were putting out at that yes. point in time. Um, yeah. It, like, it, the closest game I can, like, compare it to is, like, Kid Icarus. I was going to say that, yeah. It's very similar feel to Kid Icarus. Uh, but it's a lot more exploration, a lot less platforming. Yeah, I can see um, that. You don't need the twitch reflexes that you need in Kid Icarus to make stupid jumps on ice platforms. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I actually replayed Kid Icarus um, a while ago, and... Oddly enough, here's here's what's weird. I'm going to try and keep this tangent short, but I suck at video games. Mm-hmm. Most of the video games that I played when I was a kid uh, that were easy for me are, are very hard for me now. Kid Icarus was super hard for me when I was a kid. It wasn't nearly as hard when I replayed it as an adult. Mm. And that is so weird to me because Kid Icarus is a, it's a famously difficult game. Yeah. And I found that once I... I mean, it took me a lot of retries but once i got through the maybe playing it for like half an hour or so the rest of the game i, I was okay with it yeah anyway um metroid metroid isn't nearly as hard as as kid icarus no um however do you start with 30 health Ugh. well yeah. and you get chunked for like eight a shot right and See, that's that's what i was gonna 30 that health first, is a fallacy yeah. in this game <laughs> <laughs> like it's it gives you a false sense of confidence yeah, you're like 30 health yeah, no you're gonna get you're gonna get reamed real quick yeah. it, and that was funny with and don't don't fall in the chili either right <laughs> i i i uh it is chilly isn't it yeah, absolutely i found that out the hard way because i i saw i haven't played i literally haven't played metroid since the late 80s we, we like so, oh hot springs fuck i was just playing kinecris no it was the health thing it was that i i look up i'm like oh sweet 30 health and i've got unlimited ammo this is awesome i'm gonna go get the fucking ball and i'm gonna run around and i'm gonna get hit and it's fine oh it's fine i got hit i got 30 health i get hit i was like oh, shit shoot, 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 shoot. boom i'm dead where the fuck did my 30 health go <laughs> and then and uh, then I started paying attention, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I don't have thirty health. I have four health bars. Yeah. You have four. You you yeah, get chunked for eight a shot. You have no. Uh, uh, you like have like one frame of of invincibility flicker. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The invincibility flicker in this game is super short. <laughs> yeah, because you can just you can just get pinned. Yeah. yeah. Does right? it ha- does it have the noise when you get low? I yes. yes, it has. Yes. It has the droning beep of another. Because the second one definitely has it. I very clear. Yeah, <laughs> the total <laughs> the 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 Zelda beep that yeah. I. One of the most annoying That's things so in bad. video games when you're just sitting there listening to go beep 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 beep. It's especially through everything else. It's especially bad in this game because you have no fucking clue where your next health health drop is going to come right, from. Right. Uh, especially yeah. once, especially <laughs> once you get missiles and then like your enemies could drop either one. I know, I know, and it doesn't it doesn't alter based on whether or not you're full on missiles. No, there was a so at least is, Super Metroid did that. Like Super Metroid yeah. would not drop missiles if you were full on missiles. Right. You just drop health packs. This game, I was. Um, 
I got to the very first when I was playing this game. I got to the very first door that I needed missiles, uh-huh. and I had four missiles. Not Awkward. enough to open the door. Awkward. Um. So. Thankfully, the room that you're in gives you enemies that drop. For ten straight minutes, dropped nothing but health for me. Of course. Ten, no joke, no exaggeration. I looked at my clock ten straight minutes. God, why can't they just make the doors do, do one missile? Right? Five, why five? I got up to the door. I didn't know how many it needed. I Maybe got up to the door and, the and, I, and it, they regenerate too. Did you know that? Yeah. If you, if you fire, if you oh, yeah, if yeah. you fire, if you fire four missiles at the door, oh. and then you walk away for long enough, you go back and you fire four more, and it still won't fucking open. Yeah, you have to fire five without leaving the screen. Yeah. Eat a dick. Thank you. Well, you know, it's memory conservation. <laughs> I mean, this is the, true. The Things like that matter. Had like fucking one k shit like that matter, whatever. right? Yeah, it's like it's, playing fantasy fantasy star. You only had three characters for everything. It's like, <laughs> the heel is actually one. Okay, great. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I found uh, through playing through this game. I mean, we we, we kind of split it out like we always do. Like, I'm I'm going to start with the graphics. Uh, I thought I thought it looks really good for the, for its era. Uh, it looks all, it looks good for its era. I um, think there are better looking NES games that came out later, but for sure. 1986, this game was looked mm. real solid. Um, I didn't like the the like the repeated boards. Yeah, that's um, I did not like that either. Every vertical shaft is laid out exactly the fucking yeah, same. Yeah, that one <laughs> gets you lost a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one gets you lost. It's time. definitely that is. I mean, it's definitely the level design is very repetitive. Yes, um, and that's the the level design is actually. You know, you were saying earlier, uh, comparing it to Kid Icarus, that it's more. You know, Kid Icarus is more platformer, and this is more adventure game, and that's shown by the fact that there isn't much in the way of level design in this game. Right. It's you're either going horizontally or vertically, and occasionally you have to jump. And there's there's every once in a while you have you know the platforms in the chili. And yeah, but they're not. There's nothing like. There's nothing unique uh, there's about n- these different areas. There's nothing. And you're not gonna make single pixel jumps onto fucking ice platforms. Kind of right. like playing Sonic. Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. kinda. Um, uh, except that I'm kind of more invested because it's not fucking Sonic. <laughs> I'm glad there's other people in the world that hate Sonic. Oh, That's so bad. Yep, yep. It's we we <laughs> did not like that game. Yeah. Um, graphically, like no, like the. Other than the fact like the boards are reused, um, even even when you get into different environments, like the, the actual layout of the levels, the, the boards are reused, you just put a new skin on them. Right. Like, um, like you said, the vertical sh- every vertical shaft is the same, and one is blue, and one is orange, and one is white. Yeah, one has, one has like, bubbly platforms, and one has... has tech pl- techie, tech, techie like metal like, platforms, I, yeah. And one has like fucking Greek ionic column platforms, etc. <laughs> um, no, I like... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, we clearly reused from Kid Icarus. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, the enemies, there's a decent variety of enemies, even though sometimes it does the, the usual Nintendo trick of, this enemy is a different color, it's stronger. Yeah. The enemy, <laughs> sure. the um, the butterfly enemies look almost exactly like the butterflies from the original Mario Bros. The, the single yeah, screen Mario platform, yes. the ones that would jump. Like, I, yeah. So the moment I saw one of those, I'm like, huh. I can't jump up under the platform underneath this and flip him <laughs> on his back. <laughs> um, but like the Samus's outfit is it's so awkward looking. It looks like she so, looks like a li- yeah. linebacker. She got she got pads on. Uh, she doesn't have the pads in this one. Uh, the first one. No, she looks like a she fucking hunchback. Con- she's kind of yeah, hunched, right? right? She's hunched. She doesn't have the pads, right? You don't you don't get the various suit until the second game, right? Correct. And that's where she no, gets the No, you get the, the various suit in the first game, I think. Do you? But the pad, the, the shoulder the pads shoulder pads the don't change in, until the second one because, the second because one. on the that's Game Boy, they, you only had four colors and you couldn't differentiate by color, yeah. which is also the reason <laughs> on the Game Boy version, there's only like three doors and they all take missiles. But that, <laughs> that, that's like the very, that that's the iconic way we vision her. The various suit, yeah. That's where it came from. Right. The second game. Yeah. Her helmet in this first game is giant. Yeah. Like well, it's, it's also crazy, like a awkward underwater like, like, right? suit thing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and I love how she walks. And... It's like skitter. She like <laughs> skitters. Like rah! um, <laughs> but it, like it looks spacey and yeah. and 
theme song, one of the best theme songs for music NES. is is. <sighs> I is, love it. It's so good. I like the theme song. Don't I like get it. Me wrong. I like it in doses, and then it's so good. But you, it goes I can listen to it on so, repeat. See, that's I can't, and that it get it does it does great on me after a while. And the problem is, is that when you get into levels that don't have the main theme, the music isn't actually any good. It's especially right. bad, sort of. it, except for it's especially bad years. when it's like Brinstar is good. Yeah. I actually kind of like 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 yeah, I like that like, stuff. Like, oh, I, like, I hate that. So I like it because it it annoys me just as much as the fucking beeping when my health is low because that's what it sounds. It's just different. So if, we notes to, now. if we can go to if we can go to, if we can go to, if we can go to, to Metroid Two for a second, like the music in that game is fucking awful, except for yeah. the except for the main tunnel theme. Um, but when it goes to areas where there isn't any music and you just have this little clicking clacking in the background and you're, you, it just feels like you're in fucking nowhere. <laughs> and you, 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 you get a feeling yeah, like you're in a fucking desperate situation. Yeah. That's why I like it. Right. It's quiet. Which yeah. is unusual. That doesn't. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's very specific to Metroid. Right. Right. The music itself may not be great and it may sound like the, you know, you're dying or whatever. I mean, I don't have that problem because I don't die because I'm like power gamer and shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I know that drives you insane. Uh-huh. It's like, well, uh-huh. if you don't want to hear that noise, don't get dead. Exactly. Uh, <sighs> this game has the sexiest cartridge Thank cover God. ever. Thank God Micatron came back just so that we can regurgitate the phrase, my balls are so, so big. His EP is but, so huge. But, but Andy is not here. So. No, nope, Andy's not here. Neither <laughs> hey, is Patrick. I've been playing Dota 2, so like, there's no, there is no pulling the punches there. Like yeah. Everybody in the world is going to like ride you to death if you do anything bad. Like, God, be game. good at games or go away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the cartridge cover, amazing. Yes. Yes. I love it. It's one of my favorites. I don't even care about the gold Zelda cartridge. This one's yeah. one of the best ones. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I haven't played this game in a long time, and I I told a story uh, off off the air last week about my buddy Carl, who, show, uh, years and years ago, this is like easily ten years ago at least. Um, I had bought an NES and a bunch of cartridges, and Metroid was one of them. And he had come over and he saw Metroid, which I guess is one of his favorite games. And he's like, "Oh, dude, can I play Metroid?" And I'm like, "Yeah, go right ahead." And I was off doing something else. It's like cooking food for myself or something. And uh, 20 minutes, and I came back in the room, and he'd beat it. And I was just like, "Jesus Christ, dude!" <laughs> I, like, because I guess the, um, I mean, it, I think it was probably it was just under half an hour that it took him to beat it. I think the world record on the game is like eighteen minutes or nineteen minutes, something like that. And he had, and he just he hadn't played it in like ten years. And he walked into my house, he's like, "Oh, cool, can I play Metroid?" And then just beat it in one sitting, just annihilated <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah, I did not do that with this game. No, um, I got <laughs> uh, really. I, I played it for. Um, I played it more today. I played it. Uh, I played it earlier this week and probably put about two hours into it um died a lot didn't get um i got to like i think the third area whatever because so the brinstar is the first one and then i got to uh there's norfair brinstar and some tea thing i think there's there's five areas um because there's there's I've i was i was following a map that i pulled up Uh for it, it and it's five different areas and and uh, some of them are smaller than the others because two of them are one of them's Ridley's area and one of them's Craid's area, right? And then yeah, and there's three big areas, and then yeah, um, and this game ramps its difficulty up uh, pretty pretty hardcore at, at one point, and I I was getting my ass handed to me after a while. In the later um, stages, you lose like a hundred health every yeah, time you get hit. Yeah, yeah, I was. Um, the one the one negative that I'll say about this game, and it's kind of a it's kind of a double edged negative positive. In one in one aspect, the exploration in this game is awesome. Like, yeah. because it's something nobody had ever done before in a game of this type, where it feels very seamless. Even though you're you know you're shooting doors and you're going through d- these different areas, um, you never feel like you're going you know you're entering a new level. You're still just in. You're in this catacomb, yeah. and you're running through it, and you're going through different tunnels, and it it feels like it's all one big map, which is something phenomenal for an NES game. For mm-hmm. it to be able to feel that big without really, you know, um, without having to divide it up into sections. Um, on the other hand, there's no there's no mini map. There's no there's no nothing to help you find out where the 
fuck you're supposed to go in this game. So right. when wait, it, wait, wait, is it in the instruction manual? Uh, no. There's no. no map. It is in the second game. Yeah, in the second game, but like, in the first game, there was no map you of don't know anything. Shit about period. that game. Um, and even unless it, you have the instruction manual. Yeah, I I played with a map because I I know the first time I played this game for this show, which was about a week and a half ago. I I always you know I tried playing it without a guide. It's impossible. And I wanted to I wanted to kill things because. I, you, you just run around and you have no fucking idea where you are and you have no idea where you need to go um, because you have no idea. The other the, the thing is is it doesn't tell you... Oh, it adds value to the game. It's longer. <laughs> you, you can play the game longer. For sure. That's how they added value to games, yeah. right? The problem... The, the biggest problem, I think, was was that they don't... There's no indication of what you need to make things happen. So if you get to a red door and you don't have missiles, you're like the fuck the fuck do i do you know it's because it's not like you're going it doesn't say go find the red key or go you need missiles to open this door nothing you shoot the door it doesn't open and you're like i think uh, that was probably in the instruction manual it, maybe it's that's possible i don't know yeah, because this, this is back in the day when the instruction manuals were 600 pages yeah <laughs> and and you bought the game and you were like a fucking kid on christmas day and and just read the instruction manual because you knew you were going to have a fucking clue what the fuck was going <laughs> on when you put the cartridge in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is the kind of game, this this reminds me of, like, uh, PC dungeon crawlers from that area where you, like, just had to have a piece of paper with you and make a map. Yep. Yeah. And well, I, I mean, if you had Nintendo Power, it'd be fine. Sure. Yes, absolutely. Nintendo Power had a group, uh, an awesome guide for it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course it did. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's what I mean. They, they had a guide for it. And this game, once I started playing with a guide... I had a whole hell of a lot more fun with it yeah. because now I know what I need to make things happen. Mm-hmm. I kind of know where I need to go and I can just kind of enjoy playing the game for the game, yeah. which I actually really enjoyed playing this game. So is, um, it, is it bad? Is, so is it poor game design in that case, right? So the trial and error aspect is a very important aspect in, in, in game design. Mm-hmm. Is the experimentation part of it important right like so when you're like i don't know i mean analogy is missed right 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 you're like well that didn't work i just died and then you're like well try something different is that is that an important thing if the password system wasn't so punishing well yeah yeah, the password system is an entirely different thing for this game i think um like you're you're punished so much for for trial and error if you get the error part yeah in this game right um, because if you're like your missiles are so limited, and finding refills is is essentially a, a RNG. Yeah. Um, keep your mouth closer to your mic. You okay. keep going away like this. And I know you don't have headphones in, so you can't hear it, but I can. Yeah. So right. it's just like, um, but you get you get punished so much for this game uh, when you're doing trial and error, and you get the error side, and it's just it's more of a flaw of how. Um, the reward and punishment system in the game is designed as opposed to actually just uh, having trial and error be good or bad. Yeah, sure. And like, I think there are some there are some more recent games that have explored that trial and error aspect to a more uh, I mean, more masterful way. Like like you have Super Meat Boy, which is mm-hmm. like. You died. Try again. You died. Try keep trying again. Right, but all the levels in Super Meat Boy are like. 20 seconds long right exactly and uh, that's why they did limbo is the right? same way limbo the entire game of limbo is trial and error yeah. but that's fine because that's the entire game because it doesn't punish you when you die or the punishment is minimal so you're you're the trial and error is fine but with with metroid so it's 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 strange to me with metroid because it's kind of it's in in one way it's it's punishing where if you die you start from the beginning again and you have to navigate your way back to wherever you were or whatever you're trying to do and when you get to things that you need to to when you get to things that you need to do there is zero indication of how you need to do them and that's the biggest problem with this game i don't mind the experimentation part but in most games when you experiment a failed experiment allows you to, gives you some sort of feedback information for how for 
that could lead to what you're supposed to do next. Sure. This game does not at all. Um, now, some of them are pretty obvious. Like, if I shoot a red door and it doesn't open, I guess that means that I need a different weapon because yeah. weapons are what open doors, right? Yeah. It's that kind of stuff. Because you when learn you... that very early on when it's you have, you've hit the first blue door, right? Right. It's right. like, oh, I shot it. It opened. And then you get to the pink door and you're like, well, yeah. obviously I need something different, so I guess I go back the other way. So I guess yeah. I run through a bunch of yeah, yeah. shit that I've already yeah, done. Yeah, you'll start hopping that. through the fucking chili again. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the, other, on the other end of that spectrum, they did something really good, which is if you don't put... If you if you just continue straight away, right? If you don't if you don't go through the password system, but even the password system is pretty decent. If you if you just continue, you don't have to redo shit, which I really enjoyed. Is the fact that like if I go and I collect the ball and then I collect the missiles and then I get two more energy tanks and I get all this stuff. Yes, I have to start from the beginning of the overall map again, but I don't have to go collect that shit again. And that's actually phenomenal and the reason what i'm going to bring up is i played this game on the vc version on the 3ds and there's there's a save state um you can only have one save state at a time which is fucking annoying for a lot of other games Mm -hmm. but for this game it's great because i never have to deal with the password system right right if i re i just restart my game create a save state and then from that point for i can move on from that point forward and that's awesome and that's why i'm going to wholeheartedly recommend the vc version on 3ds for this game is because it's it's uh, that is a it works really well with the save state and it's it's beautiful um still has the same slowdown i really wish that every virtual console version of a, of a game uh would have the option to turn turn slowdown off like if if the game oh, if, if, you if get the too game many, too many sprites on the screen yeah, yeah if the game bogs down on the original hardware i understand that you want to have a version of the game that is a, a perfect emulation right right and always shapes and forms because a lot of times programmers would would design around slowdown yeah. because they had to but if i want to play there i've seen emulated versions of games on collection game collections illegal emulations all kinds of stuff where they just make it an option they're like do you want do you want slow down on or off fuck turn it off let me see what the game runs like that way and now now i mean this game especially i think would be spectacular without any slowdown yeah but i i went into this game uh i played metroid 2 first and um, well, there are some first mistake. There are some things. There are some things that Metroid Two adds to the controls that uh, make Metroid frustrating. You start out with a bunch of your weapons already. You can it, isn't already even, it isn't even that. It isn't even that. Like I can get like you have to find an item to make your beam not crippled. Sure. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't. You don't start off with the short beam in, in Metroid Two, right? No, you start off with a real weapon. You can start shoot off. across the screen. You, you start, start off with a real bomb. weapon. You start with a ball. You start with bombs yep. and missiles. And missiles, yes. Yep. Yeah, you started. Yeah, so like, what's bad about this again? Um, but like, it is going it isn't backward. Even, it, it, isn't, it isn't even that. I, st- I played Metroid Two first, and then I played Metroid. Um, and there are two things in Metroid Two, um, that aren't even related to the weapons in the game. It's just the controls of the game that make Metroid, like going and playing Metroid after playing Metroid Two, incredibly frustrating. Uh, in Metroid 2, uh, in Metroid, when you press down and you're standing on the ground, you turn to a ball. Yep. End of story. In Metroid 2, when you press down, you crouch. Yeah, you and can you can shoot crouch. things at ground level as opposed to like the, the little fuckers that scuttle around the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can shoot down and stuff. And yeah. you can, when you're jumping in Metroid 2, you can aim down and shoot down. And in Metroid, you can't. Yep. And yeah, there's no crouch toggle in the first game. Uh, and that's... Uh, you're right. I, I played I played a bunch of Metroid One, and then I played Metroid Two, and then I went back to playing Metroid One this morning. And I, it, it was you're like what the fuck? It was so hard. <laughs> it was so hard. Um, you're, you're so used to just jumping and running, gunning on Metroid Two, and like just shooting the things underneath you, and you're just like, hmm. Yep. Hmm. 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 Yes, innovation. Being able to, but you still can't shoot up and diagonal. No, you, you don't get that until Super Metroid. Yeah. You can't shoot diagonally. Nope. Yep. Nope. Too hard. Too di- <laughs> Not enough memory. <laughs> Not enough memory. Uh, I so uh, moving on to Metroid Two. Um, I was I was very surprised uh, when I when we first wanted to do this show that this was a, a handheld. Um, 
because when I, for some reason, the very, the very, very first time we had this discussion, I'm like, hey, we should do Metroid and Metroid 2 on the, on the show. And I thought Metroid 2 was an NES game um, because I had, I had never played Metroid 2 until now. Um, and then it wasn't until way later that somebody's like, you know, Metroid 2 is a Game Boy game, right? And I'm like, well, I do now. <laughs> like, Congratulations. Um, Looks game looks game looks fucking incredible for really a game Boy game. Good for a Game Boy game. Yes, it looks very very good for a Game. But Boy But that's game. because your character takes up like a tenth of the screen. Like that's true. The yeah. character is gigantic very, on the screen. You're very zoomed in. Yeah, that does cause some issues. Oh right? yeah. Like you're like oh shit I'm just getting shot off on the screen. <laughs> you know like yeah it's just coming off the screen I'm you know getting hit by it especially when you're trying to do like the fr- freeze the little I forget what they're called like the little pod dudes and jump on them. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That whole thing yeah it's a lot harder in this one. I felt like I felt like the controls were like the animations there's a lot less animation in this game because it's a lot it's um it's just not it doesn't have as good animations. Yeah. yeah. But I felt like the controls were a lot smoother. Like they felt yes. They felt jump controls nicer. are a lot tighter. Jump controls are a lot tighter. The movement controls Not as are tighter. Spacey. Yeah. It just mm. felt a lot um it just felt nicer. The controls just felt better, even though the animations were like the frame rate was lower. Yeah. Um and I was I was just really surprised with how good it looked because the first game, is, like you said before, is very repetitive. It's not and it's not even just like the levels being repetitive. The enemies are super repetitive in the first game, yeah. And their designs are kind of dumb, like and you don't even see an actual Metroid until way late in the game, right? Um, this game super the, deadly creatures, and then you get in the second game, it's like kill all of them, right? That was another thing that I was going to bring up was the <laughs> the story between these two games is hilarious because like the the first game, well, I mean it's probably something that was in the instruction manual. Oh, right? yes. yes, the first yeah. the first um, game is the first uh, game is you're fighting space pirates who are breeding Metroids to use against. Have, have the, yeah, uh, the space pirates like, have gone to the. Met- the Metroid's home planet captured one and are breeding them to use as weapons. To use as weapons. Uh, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They just suck up energy. They're just stupid little Metroids. And they just go after energy sources and you happen to be the most powerful energy source on the fucking planet. Yeah. And, uh, then, and then Metroid 2 is a genocide simulator. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's like that it's is like, a fact. I would like you to go to the Metroid home world and kill all of there's even a counter on your screen. Yeah. It's like there's thirty nine Metroids here. You need to murder them all. Yeah. And, and think of the premise though. When you kill like five of them and or however many many there is in an area, it causes an earthquake. Yeah. And chili goes down. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, I fucking oh, hated that. It's not quite chili. It's with acid in this one or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's, it's, chill. Well, it's, it's chilly. chilly. It's chilly. I mean you don't get the chili color in, in Metroid two, right? Right. It's played on the uh, Game Boy Color or whatever the simulator is. Yeah, or and the, then it or looks the, like puke. Or was it the Game Boy or, or the Diary Super Game Boy? The add-on for the Super Nintendo. That's, thank you. That's yeah. what I was looking yeah, yeah. for. Uh, yeah, like imagine if you like killed five mosquitoes and there was an earthquake. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No. It's like yeah, there was an earthquake and then all of a sudden there were five more. You mosquitoes. You killed ten squirrels. What? There's a. 10 point earthquake happening now <laughs> like what lake washington is draining go explore it <laughs> yeah, right. go explore it <laughs> not only are not only are you committing genocide against an entire race of creatures you're also destroying the ecosystem on their planet right <laughs> it was a it, it was a very clever way of gating the game yeah. so that it wasn't too big some people say that that's a bad thing because you don't get the same level of exploration that you can. But yeah, this game is very game linear. Yeah, like it was way more linear. And I mean, obviously, it's hardware limitations that are sure. specific yeah. to Huge the game. Huge hardware limitations. Right? Like, part, I mean, part of the hardware limitations that makes Samus Aran take up three quarters of your screen. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we remember we remember playing Super Mario uh, Super Mario World or Land Super Mario Land on this show, mm-hmm. and the original sprite for Super Mario Land was nothing it looked like a fucking it looked like a cheap lcd game <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and then as i like that on, about that game well, oh i love that game don't, don't get me wrong even though i took i beat it front to back in 35 minutes uh i marlin 2 i mean Marlin 2 is a lot two, bigger yeah. well yeah. you take up I, I felt like it took too much of the screen up. yes yeah. uh, and that's, that's kind of what and, yeah. and the same thing kind of thing i think felt about um about metroid 2 is that it looks good Yep. It takes up too much of the screen, and sometimes that means... Yeah. What? It looks and feels good. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes that means that you don't see enemies or drops until too late. 
Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes yeah. your jumps are a little harder because I played the shit yeah. out of Metroid Two. I didn't play Metroid One that that much. Um, yeah, I wouldn't beat Metroid Two. Metroid Two is good. I was the other way around. I played a shitload of Metroid One, and I played I, I played some Metroid. I, I probably put about an hour mm. hour and a half into Metroid Two. It's about halfway through. Um, I've and I've beaten in, I beat Metroid Two multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Um, I never owned we, it for we, my Game we Boy originally. We played the most so. Game Boy games as a kid. Like, uh, I only play. I never actually owned Metroid One back in the day. And like, same. I, the first time I played it was, um, I played Ducktales and Metroid in the same day. And we played. We mostly we were like, we're lost. Let's play Ducktales. Side tangent: Did you see they do the the Ducktales? It's re- out the remastered now. It's Ducktales. Out. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Need Is to it get good? It. It's so good. Is it good? Did they have the sp- the same sound in the space level? The moon uh, level? The, the there's a YouTube video of it. The music is fucking incredible. It's pretty hard to beat the best eight bit music do, ever. Do it. Just I mean, okay. go on, go on YouTube. Find the <laughs> find the audio. It's fucking incredible. Okay, okay, okay. But if it's not as good, I'm coming after you. All right, okay. understood. Um, boss fights in this game. There's 39 of them. Yeah, sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Um, like so, when you first fight, when you like. So you're chasing after these Metroids, and if you remember Metroids from Metroid 1, they're these brainless aliens that just keep chasing after you, and you freeze them, and then you shoot them with missiles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't have to freeze them this time. In Metroid 2, they're, they're, they've gotten a little less brainless uh, and look nothing like Metroids anymore. They start looking like Metroids, start out looking like Metroids, yes. and then they yeah. break out of that jellyfish Metroid shell yeah. and turn into something else. Like, turn, what? Uh, what the hell? And then you don't have to freeze them anymore, you just have to shoot them with missiles. Um, and when you start facing the first ones, they're they're not that difficult. They're kind of difficult. They chunk you a little bit, um, but you're grabbing more. You're grabbing more missiles and more health packs and more power ups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so by the time you get done facing those guys, they're pretty much just another fucking random enemy. Yeah. Uh, and then they then you get a next evolution uh, where they have this like lightning whip they try to hit you with, grabber as opposed thing, yeah. to as opposed to just flying towards you. Is it a grabber thing? Look, some know. some claw, some shit. kind of thing that yeah. shoots out at you, and okay. um, and then and then they take more missiles to hit. Just stay closer to your mic a little bit. Yeah, <sighs> uh, both both of you keep kind of just like blah, 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 blah. don't worry, I'll edit all this out. I'm just sure. saying. Okay. So then, so they uh, they evolve, and then this next evolution uh, has a weapon, some lightning claw bullshit that it tries to hit you with. But it's usually just trying to fly into you, and it takes yeah. more missiles to hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then that, and then then that guy evolves, and then you get an actual fucking boss fight because the third evolution of the Metroids is a giant fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a really bad date. It's like then they then they change, and you have to hit him with more missiles, and they hit you with this claw thing that's kind of like lightning, but not really. And then there's the other one that has the, the whip, and it hits you with it and then it turns into a giant dick and the night ends <laughs> <laughs> and this asshole like, whoa 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 this asshole metroid's grown legs My yeah. date doesn't is- use them still flies in the air <laughs> of course uh and then he shoots fireballs at you and then dives dive bombs you repeatedly it's like ridley right yeah pretty much uh-huh. yeah. so you get to fight ridley eight times in the game it's like buying final fantasy 4 <laughs> keeps happening <laughs> that's about the f- that's about as far as i got i think i got to the first of those metroids in mm-hmm. metroid 2 and that's as far in the game as i got um i like it i, I mean i it's it's interesting because it, it it's interesting to see how it improved on the original you know even though it's not as explorative as the original one um the the gameplay is still fun like it's more linear but it's like still it's i I guess you know going back to the original comparison it's more of a platformer than an exploration game so this game does actually have more level design in my opinion than Detroit one um the the shoots or the the chasms are have the similar problem that yeah. the first game has. It's like I'm lost and don't know where I'm going. And yeah. it feels like maybe they put those in because solely because somebody who made the first game was like, "This is, uh, you know, I know it's five years later, but these were core to the first game. We yeah. need to make sure that these are in our <laughs> giant you know, fucking chasm shoot bullshit. Where you gotta like freeze the shit to get up and <laughs> people love that in the first game. I don't know what you guys well, are talking about. You get, to, like, you, you, you get to the point in this game though where you feel. You actually feel a little too powerful. The space jump is broken. the space jump, and then once you get screw attack, it's just I'm just gonna yeah. I'm just gonna jump around and shred everything <laughs> yeah, because like, I'm I'm invincible. Whenever I run into an enemy, it dies, and I just keep jumping around everywhere. Yeah. I don't think I ever got that far. It, you just like 
the end of the game is just like flying around at the top of the map, trying to find like random bullshit that's in the ceiling of the the main area. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, there's a bunch of power ups and missiles of power ups here, and yeah, shit like that. And you're just like, <laughs> just bonking your head on everything, and trying to yeah. find secrets. <laughs> no, that's really no, that's, a, that's yeah. the entirety of it. Because that's kind of the same way the first game was. Like the first time you find out that you can uh, you can morph ball bomb something and get uh, and get like an energy pack or whatever you're just you're just morph ball bombing everything yep like you're just running yep. around a level morph ball bombing every goddamn thing trying to find the stuff if you're not playing with a guide clearly yeah and then this game in this game you get to jump forever yeah, yeah. jump yeah. forever jump forever i don't <laughs> i don't actually think that's a good part of the game no no uh they could just do away with the stupid bullshit in the the, the chasms and then like i don't know have have more stuff i don't know it's it's nice to have all the other power have, have more puzzle solving as opposed to Maybe, jumping forever like as, some some is, of the stuff is, is just out in the middle of nowhere where you're like oh there's an energy thing here i'll bomb it oh i guess that was easy like yeah okay. like and then others like impossibly hard to find there's, there is not much about this game that's difficult at all yeah yeah it's very easy yeah the first see the first game i thought got like the difficulty ramps up and it gets it gets legitimately hard later on um yeah. this yeah. game I never, you know, like I said, I, I only put about an hour and a half into it. You said I probably about halfway through the game, maybe a little less than halfway well, through the game. It sounds like if you got up to the, like the, the, the first uh, of the third evolution of Metro, you're probably a little bit more than halfway through okay. the game. I know, and like you said, I, I never felt the difficulty increase because I always felt that my power-ups mitigated any difficulty yes. as it increased. So it was always kind of the same difficulty level. I was just dealing with things in different ways. Um, and that's not necessarily a problem to me, especially on a game. Like, it's interesting because I would like to, I, I kind of wish I had an original cart so that I could plug it into my Game Boy Brick so that I could see how horrible this game would look on a screen that smears as bad as that one. Because <laughs> yeah. can you imagine trying to, can you, because like, when I, you I did it. When you play, okay, so when you play the VC version, it looks beautiful. It's like nice, nice contrast and it doesn't smear and everything. But man, I remember the original Game the Boy screen rate. and it, the refresh rate was terrible and it had horrible just like muddy smears of Look, things on screen so don't you talk bad about the game i'm not talking bad sounds like you're talking about it bad. i'm one i'm stating fact that the gray brick i saved many a life yes yeah, you could absolutely. say the nostalgia of the <laughs> warms my heart right it's like if i wanted to sure talk bad she's ugly but she's got character see if i didn't like my game boy original game boy i would not still have it i got my original game boy at launch for the year of the christmas the year it came out I still have that Game Boy. So do I. And it still works. My buttons so oddly, enough, up. oddly enough, the um the screen cover came off. Like the whole part around the screen oh, yeah, on the yeah, front, yeah. the whole gray border with the stripes on it. See, mine everything just, mine, just, right mine off, just has so. smoke or yellow. Uh yeah, mine turned a little bit yellow. Um but and the start button is a little sticky, but everything else it's just yeah, fine on mine. Works like, great. That that's game the Game Boy is the highest pinnacle of of console construction <laughs> yeah, known I mean, to mankind. Yeah, it never broke. Yeah. Ever. In nearly indestructible. Wish that hardware was that good yeah. today. Yeah. Almost you know what, to be honest, Nintendo's handheld hardware is mostly yes. that way. Yeah. It, uh, like yeah. the only the only build mm. failure I remember in a piece of Nintendo hardware was in the DS the original DS lights, the hinges broke constantly. Yes. And they even had a recall for those where they could you could get them Sent in and they would refurbish them and send you back a new one. <laughs> they're, they're testing for that. Is like, let's hand this system to an overflowing baby. <laughs> what happened? It's fine. It passes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I, I let's let's wrap this up. I I actually turned out to like both of these games. I didn't think I would because I'm not a um I'm not generally a Metroid fan. Like newer Metroid games, I uh, Metroid Prime on I hate. I don't I don't like any of the 3D Metroid games. I liked Super Metroid when we played it. I thought it was fun. But I honestly think that the best thing that came out of Metroid's game design was the redesign of Castlevania games. Sure. <laughs> I mean, that's literally, that's, you know, Metroidvania is the best thing that came out of Metroid, oh, yeah. in my opinion. But overall, I had a lot of fun with these games. Yeah. I, they're, uh, I, played, I played them in the wrong order. If I played Metroid first and then like gotten through Metroid yeah. and then played Metroid 2, I probably had a lot more fun with Metroid. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the improvements that the game made in, in the second iteration 
um, take it from an okay platformer to something that's that's really playable. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 problems with with Metroid Two is it's just too easy. Like if you're looking for a difficult game, then this isn't the game for you. I don't think there were a lot of difficult Game Boy. I, I don't think the franchises really translated to, to difficulty because even the Mega Man games are easier by quite yeah. a bit on Game Boy. So it's like I don't know. Did you did you play three on the Game Boy? I feel like I did, but a long time ago. Hard. Really? Yes. Okay. Two. So, so Met, uh, Game uh, Mega Man Two on the Game Boy was pretty easy, and so was Game uh, Mega, Mega Man, Man One. one. Yeah. But Mega Man Three was like. Ninja just come to your house and rape you. <laughs> like, like Ninja Gaiden hard. And you're like, oh God, I'm actually cut in half. <laughs> like, if you haven't played either of these games, you should probably play them. Absolutely. Um, because it leads to Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion, which are two of the best adventure mm-hmm. games ever. And they're real, real, real easy to get a hold of. So yeah. um, the Metroid, the original Metroid game, uh, not only is it available... On vir- it's available on Virtual Console on every version of Virtual Console right now. Yeah. Well, I guess it might not, not be on Wii U, Wii U Virtual Console, that but it's really on. Thing. But on 3DS, I would actually whole, wholeheartedly recommend buying the first one on 3DS Virtual Console the because because of the save state and because it looks really really good on the 3DS screen and it controls really well. Yeah. Second one's the same thing. Like I bought them both on VC, they're fine. Um, the second one's a little harder to get because it's a Game Boy game, but they did do a VC version of it um, for. Um, DSiWare, uh, DS, yeah. DSiWare. Um, and the first one, I mean, it's unlockable on so many things. Like Metroid, you can unlock it on Metroid Fusion. Yeah. Uh, you can unlock it on one of the, I think on Metroid Prime, it's an unlockable or something. One of them, Metroid, yeah, I think it's Prime, it's an unlockable. So yeah, there's there's a billion ways to get these games, and they're absolutely worth it, in my opinion. I think they're they're different enough from each other and different enough from the rest of the Metroid franchise that they're absolutely worth at least going back and seeing where this, where this all started. All right, so we only have three episodes of the show left. Um, <laughs> we are... Uh, the next recording we're going to do is actually going to be from PAX, so we're probably not going to um, we're probably not going to actually review a game um, and we'll then review like 500 video games. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, other the 10 seconds that we'll get to see them all. Um, uh, it is entirely unlikely that we're going to do all th- recordings of all the days of PAX this time. I'm, I'm thinking of actually just doing a single uh, podcast on um, either Saturday night or Sunday night from the show um, because. Uh, I love doing the three shows, but it just—it's just like we actually want to have nightlife and enjoy the enjoy after packs. Really, matter, it really depends when we can get our our yearly update with Jeff Callis, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, we're gonna do packs next uh, in two weeks, and then we're gonna do, and then the next show is gonna be Symphony of the Night, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, it's our, it's going to be our first game that is not in the 16-bit, 8 or 16-bit era. Uh, it's Actually, technically, it's a 32-bit, I guess. It's Hooray. a PS1 game. And then... Blasphemy. After, <laughs> yes. Blaspheme. Uh, and then after that, we are going to do Earthbound, which is going to be our last Super Nintendo game. And then uh, the final show, uh, two weeks after that, is going to be Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Looks like we're going to have a metric jesus of people on that episode uh i know for a fact patrick micatron you're gonna do your best i assume uh, i'll be there for the last one um patrick's gonna be here uh, a, a wild christina matthews is christina gonna matthews my wife is gonna be on the show she is downstairs right now playing ocarina of time so that she can finish it before uh that show um we are gonna try and get some of the other people back i'm gonna see if uh see if we can find the the other castle that matthew coin is in and see if we can get him back here and uh eddie isaac i'm sure will be in for that show unless and he so. shatters his toe again or something <laughs> right so yeah we're gonna That's do not gonna stop him probably not we're gonna do we're gonna do our best to get a, a humongous crew for that one and but f- uh listen for our pax cast in a couple of weeks and then also, uh, also, you know, bone up on Castlevania Symphony of the Night so you can uh, listen to us talk about that game. Send us questions. Send, send us, us things to talk about. We like to, to, to hear from you guys, even though there's only three and a half, three <laughs> episodes left. Um, I thought you were going to say, even though there's only three and a half fans left listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, they have to listen to me, so there's not many left. <laughs> People are going to start sending us dick pics or something. Hey, you know what? At least it would be something. <laughs> so I don't have a question about the show, but here's a picture of my balls. <laughs> S- send us pictures of giant from- purple Double-fisted dildos. I got this text from this guy named Carlos Danger. So, so Carlos Carlos Danger and Ron Mexico walk yeah, into a bar. <laughs> if you would, if you would like to contact the show, if you would like to send us um, for the for the last few episodes, we would definitely like questions about the games that we're playing. But we would also like, uh, you know, tell us stories about the show. If you got, how you got into the show originally, um, you know, comments, questions, tell us you hate us. I really hope we get an email from Gray Matter yes. so that he can tell me how much I hate everything and how horrible the show is. And what about the guy that said he used the word "fuck" journey. too much? Oh yeah, there's yeah. Uh, some people who thought that I swore too much. Not so. possible. Yes, I know. <laughs> Um, if you would like to contact the show in the last three episodes, you can do so via email at afterthefact at geekerific.com. You can get a hold of us on our Facebook page, or you can hit us up on Twitter at afterthefactpod. Uh, all three of us are on Twitter as well. James is on Twitter at jamesfnx. That's correct. Uh, Mike Atron is on Twitter at Mr. Atron, and it's M-R-A-T-R-O-N, Mr. Atron. I am on Twitter at Geek Elite. Uh, send us questions, comments, anything you want for the show. Next episode is going to be PAX, and then after that, we're doing Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, thank you very much for coming out on a on a Saturday. Thank uh, you, Saturday afternoon, guys. Thank you for coming back, Mike. Hopefully, look forward to having you on the show for hopefully the last three, and that would be awesome. Maybe we can wrangle you for PAX for a little bit too. So absolutely. Um, we will see you guys. We're not all drunk. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we'll all be drunk. I was going to say, <laughs> the, the if you're not all drunk does not prevent us from recording a show. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah. Pax, we will be drunk. Pax is not good until liver failure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, listen to us on Pax. And, and this has been episode 77 of the After the Fact podcast. And we're out. <laughs>